Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. Today, I have in arena host for the Anaheim Ducks and automotive host, Allie Kay here with me. And I'm gonna kick it over to her and let her introduce herself. And then we're gonna get into this. Hi, Danielle. Thank you. Um, thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited. Um, I'm Allie Kay. So I um, actually live in Southern California. I'm in Orange County area, born and raised in SoCal, and I have not left. <laughs> um, I love it here. But um, yeah, over the years, I've, I've grown into sports hosting and reporting, currently the arena host for the Anaheim Ducks. And then I also do automotive hosting as well. Very cool. And so I would love to start it back to your very beginning and just kind of what got you into reporting and then specifically sports? So I grew up uh, in a sports loving family. Um, I grew up with two brothers, they're twins. We're all 18 months apart. Um, I'm the oldest. I know they're twins, but they look nothing alike now, <laughs> of course. But um, growing up with, with two brothers like that close in age, I feel like it definitely made me you know, tough. And I could either be a girly girl and I was in dance classes or I was riding BMX and you know, ice skating and playing hockey with my brothers. Um, so I feel like that goes way back. But hockey and specifically, um, my mom, so I'm born and raised in Southern California. My mom's from back East. So she grew up in Pennsylvania in cool. a small town outside of Pittsburgh. So they grew up basically where they, in the winters would freeze their driveways, right. And, and, and ice skate and play hockey. And like, that was the whole thing. So, um, when she came to California and then had kids and raised us, she's like, I want my kids to be on ice and get that same, you know, East coast living that yes. she had growing up. So, um, yeah, she put us all on skates, God, when we were, I want to say I was three years old okay. and then I actually got into figure skating and competed for years doing that. And then both my brothers played hockey, but I always, you know, wanted to be like the boys too. So I had yeah. hockey and figure skates. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's kind of how that started. I mean, I grew up at an ice rink, literally doing, doing homework while my brothers were playing hockey. And then I would go and practice afterwards. And um, it was actually within the Ducks, you know, organization and all their rinks back in the day, they used to be called, it was Disney ice. And then yeah. it went to Ice Palace. And now the Ducks franchise, they own all of these facilities that I literally grew up skating at. So it's pretty neat. Legitimately, if you look back at your experience with the Anaheim Ducks, you started out as a power player for the Ducks, which if people don't know, it's it's sometimes you see them on the ice doing the during timeout if you're at a live game. But then you've climbed up to media spokesperson and now on camera host and in arena host. Climbing your way up through the Ducks organization, what has that experience taught you? Oh my goodness. Um, I think just to never give up, to be completely honest. So when I first started with the Ducks, I was um, I, I was 19, 20, I think my first year. I'm going oh. into my tenth season now, believe it or not. I know, I don't know what happened. Yeah. So I was a power player and ice girl for about five years. And when I went to try out for that, um, actually my mom was the one she's like you got to do this and I always wanted to and she dragged me to tryouts that first year and so I'm like I have to I'm like I have to thank her for all of that but yeah. being a part of a team again and being in that environment was so cool and being able to skate you know we're scooping the ice during tv timeouts so it's yeah. like you're staying in shape you're getting to be a part of this team and then um it was actually my first season when someone handed me one of my bosses was handed me a microphone to do a stand-up 
and and um they're like hey like you know do you have experience doing this like that was really good I'm like you know no but like I I kind of grew up in you know the commercial world and I was all over the place yeah. and, you know, it always enjoyed that and that kind of is what stemmed all of a sudden I was like wait this is my career path I need to be in hosting and reporting I kind of knew I belonged in sports knew I belonged maybe in entertainment, but didn't really have that huge of a passion for the entertainment side. Uh, And then, yeah, that's kind of what stemmed everything. But I think my journey through all of that, um, I did ice crew or our power players for about five years. And then it was like my third season, they were giving me more hosting work and opportunity. In in a way, I kind of just used it as an internship, right? I would go and just bug my bosses and, and producers and like, hey, can I get on camera? Can I get on the microphone? Can I do yeah. anything? And um, yeah, and it was thanks to them for even allowing me to, to kind of make another role within my role, if, if you will. And then you've been through media trainings, you've gotten to work with PR team in the production teams. Those teams kind of are the teams that work behind the scenes that do such a, like a lot of the work that we just don't get to see. Have you learned, have you learned a ton from them? What are some of the things that you've learned from them and just how you go about doing your job today? Yeah, I think, um, gosh, the media training is something like you, you, you can't teach. And actually my automotive job also, I went through a ton of PR training on that side of things, but I think working behind the scenes, you don't realize how much goes into like, you know, even like one shot or a live shot in the arena. I mean, we have a full production crew of, 30 plus people who are in the rafters or downstairs and all that kind of stuff. But um, no, even when it comes to, to, to our PR team, I mean, um, they, it was Karen Lynch at the beginning of my time when I first started with the ducks, um, she was working for us um, as a PR. um, And she was the one who kind of was like, Hey, I want to involve the power players more. I want to see them on, on TV. So my first season she took us on a media tour um, and we did, you know, all our stops during playoffs because instead of the players, it was, it was really us who would get up and kind of talk about the organization and the games and like what's happening and, you know, what, what we're looking forward to. So we went to, you know, KTLA, we were on Good Day LA. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember. It was like six places in one stop. And that also kind of stemmed like, you know, hey, this is, I think, definitely what I want to be doing. But um, she put so much work into our program, too, at the very beginning and making sure that, like, you know, hey, we knew what we were saying on camera and, right. like, you know, how, how to talk and, you know, what specifically, you know, to talk about and points to hit and all that good stuff. Um, so I think just ha- seeing their structure of things, because really, you know, they're kind of feeding everything that, that you're saying or supposed to be saying even on live TV. Absolutely. Now... Automotive and hockey, two very different things to be hosting. How yeah. did you get into the automotive side of hosting and being in that position? So I would say it was about six years ago when I was really trying to get more heavy into hosting. I had a friend who was doing some automotive stuff and she's like, hey, you should, you know, uh, check this out. I might have a job for you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe I just, you know, I want to get my ex- more experience more right. than anything. So I kind of fell into it with an agency actually, and then um, got brought on with uh, with Toyota and started traveling with them. And it kind of turned into something even bigger than I thought. Um, and so I've done that for about six years where I would go around to different, you know, auto shows, races, stuff like that. We have a live talk show that we do where we're actually talking product about, you know, vehicles. And then what's really neat is what got my interest is that we would actually have 
a number of athletes that we would be interviewing at these shows. So Toyota represents, you know, a bunch of Team USA Olympic athletes. So that really kind of tied my worlds together. And then I've also, you know, interviewed different players and stuff and it made everything kind of come around. Um, and then like even just this week, so random things will come with, you know, my my work with them is yeah. I just interviewed Taylor Rapp from the Los Angeles Rams. Very cool. So, um, kind of more live appearance stuff. And then I've in in all of that, but I think it's all about, it was more about the experience than anything. And then actually my grandfather, um, was was heavy into cars too uh, back in the day so that there was a little bit of like a sentimental thing too there yeah. uh, it's all kind of tied everything together but um yeah I mean automotive I think is definitely second on my list and like sports and hockey you know number one but it's been it's it's it afforded me a lot of experience um awesome. as far as like the hosting and on-camera camera world and all that yes. good stuff mentorship is a massive thing that i love to ask you guys about in this industry because there are so many pieces and there are so many th people to learn from has there been like, mentors in your career so far that you've just learned a ton from or just people you go to constantly to ask for for advice oh my gosh i feel like i've had i've had so many and i feel like <laughs> in like stages of life too yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in kind of where you're at. Um, I think when I first got into to hosting at the Ducks when I was still a power player, um, my my direct like boss and producer and director was was Davin and he um, was absolutely amazing. Like he was someone who I would go to and just bug and be like, can we, you know, rewatch these things that I recorded and these drops I did and, you know, what do I need to change? And um, he, it, it was because of him, you know, they he yeah. guided me through you know, growing into being a host. And, you know, I think those people, especially at the beginning are so important and still to this day, he just actually moved on and he's directing over at the angels across the street. That's so awesome. um, yeah, I got to work with him for almost 10 seasons. So I, and I still go to him to this day for advice because, you know, they've been in it for so long, but um, you know, another person too would be Kent French, um, who's, who's one of our broadcasters for, yeah. for sports West. Um, you, you know, a few years back, he totally took me under his wing and I'd come in and I would just shadow him and see everything that he's doing because he um, also started as an in-arena host and then worked his way to, to where he is, today, which is kind of crazy. Um, so his roots with the Ducks, are, it's been neat to see his, his growth as well. Very and cool. then, yeah, I think more recently, who you just had on your podcast too, it's Carlin. Yeah. Uh, She's, she's amazing and she's been uh, a huge role model and supporter and it's nice because we're kind of, you know, yes. close to each other as well. I wish I had the energy that she does just to go and do things every single day. <laughs> she is, yeah, she's she's wild, but she's like, she's so great at what she does. Yes. And she's such a good and genuine person and um, this industry is tough, you know? So when you get some, you get some good people and good mentors and like surround yourself with that, like, I just feel like you become, you become unstoppable, you know? Absolutely. And I, I, for the longest time, never appreciated mentorship as much as I have, especially when I started working in corporate America or things like that, where it became such a heavy topic or a question that was asked of other professionals around us. And I kind of, it, I like just picked it up and I was like, I have a bigger appreciation for it now. Um, and you figure out where mentorship really is this massive thing that's so important. And sports is just one of those that's right up there at the very top. 
Yeah, it, it's so important. And I recently went to um, a, a WISE event that we kicked off the MLB All-Star Week, yeah. um, where Carlin was actually on the panel and we had like Alana Rizzo and so many great people um, who else, you know, Jill Painter Lopez was also on that yeah. panel. But those type of groups have become so popular and so important too. And like, um, yeah, that was the first one I attended live in person since COVID and everything. So it, it, it's, just, it's neat. And the growth yeah. of women in sports is like- Yes. <laughs> massive. It's massive. And I, th I have su such a massive appreciation for that as well, that I love that it is becoming more of a regular thing that women yes. in the sports world, it's normal. And it's, it's a regular thing, whether you're a fan, whether you're a porter, whether you are behind the scenes as a producer or something. I just love that that is becoming so regular. And there's such an influx of uh females coming into the ring for sports i yeah i totally agree and yeah the, you know so many females are just paving this path right you know in this way for for so many other people you know to pass this on to generations to come which is i think so important just to show everyone it's like hey this is possible yeah. just because we're female we can be in sports and to be honest i think we're we're overtaking the industry i agree i agree and you love to see it i'm yeah. like i'm like standing up and clapping every time i see it i'm like I yes i'm so happy i'm more regular you know oh my god yeah yeah like it shouldn't be a headline anymore it should just be a regular exactly thing. exactly yeah i am the type of person for these podcast episodes where i prep really hard and i know that prep in the world of sports is not an unfamiliar thing to you guys do you go hard with your prep what does your prep look like for for games and even the automotive industry yeah i mean it just comes down to as you probably know just just research right um, i mean there's some some you know times where it's like you know especially with our in arena games if i'm in arena hosting it, you know maybe i don't i sometimes i'll get there and i get all my information and in, in drops and marketing stuff and everything that's changed yeah. like anything i prepped the night before okay it's three hours before the game and everything's switched up so yeah. um there are games that are like that because you know like live is live and that kind of happens but yeah. um i mean generally yeah i'm a night before a few days before type of person if there's an interview in particular coming up um you know i definitely like research everything so football for instance is a little bit more not foreign to me as and i know the game but you know yeah. how we study teams right yes. so um when i had this la rams player just uh friday that i interviewed i'm like okay two days before i gotta get this down you know make yeah. sure and researching everything about him um and i think yeah the more prepared you are the better that's like someone told me a long time ago and it just came back I think when I used to do commercial stuff but when I was young but it was like luck favors the prepared and I feel like that always stuck with me because I don't think you can necessarily be over prepared I think we have a certain knack as to being like hey we can do this on the fly and do things live but you know generally yeah you always have to you always have to have some sort of idea of what yes <laughs> yes absolutely and I I forget who I was just talking to but I was like you kind of get to the point in your research where you're like, I legitimately don't think I can go any further because you've gotten to the point where you're like, okay, you're seeing the same thing in all the sources. You can't go in farther down that rabbit hole anymore. Um, but I like, I prep so hard and I, I, I have an appreciation for it because it allows me to 
I've never met you before in person. I've never met, it, this is our first time meeting, but I have an appreciation for the prep because it allows me to at least get a little bit more information about you. So it doesn't seem so foreign. Yeah, exactly. No, and it, yeah, that is so true because you don't, you don't want to go in knowing absolutely nothing. Right, right. Totally terrifying. It's terrifying. Personally, I could not do that, but um, yeah, definitely like I'm someone yet who always is, I feel like a little over, I don't know if there is overprepared, but I'm like, I'll go that extra mile, but you're totally right where you hit that point where you're like, okay, there's nothing else that I can, you know, find out about this person like yes. I'm a bullet points person I'm like I, I jot down right like five solid things I'm like okay we got it and then here's yeah. a few for extra credit <laughs> yes here's here's a little bit extra just in case yeah um with your 10 years of experience that you've had have have the nerves calmed down are the nerves still there when you go into these when you go into hosting I think gosh always a little bit you know I mean it's always something about the first live hit of a game and I think it's like you get a little bit of that jitter and then it's like after that first one you're like okay I got this but um yeah I think it's natural you know you kind of get used to to the jitters and they they don't become as as much or you know like the very first game I did I I think I wanted to almost throw up I was like oh my god what am I doing like I'm still a power player and and my my boss is like hey you can do this we want you to get on the mic tonight and it's ducks angels night and I'm like you got you gotta be kidding okay sure I can do this you know um in my head I totally bombed that but uh you know it's I've come a long way since but um you know there there always are those moments you always get a little bit nervous but I think um for me it's like you just get in this environment and in front of this crowd of people and it kind of it's like the lights go on the mic is live and the nerves are all of a sudden just gone but it's those like few seconds before right the anticipation leading up absolutely I I always try to tell people I'm like there's a huge difference between watching sports live and watching on tv and live there's this there's this like energetic feeling or like this energy that you can't like you can't put into words on game days so I like I love game days are my absolute favorite because it's just this whole new sense of energy and being around all these other people is there a favorite time of your day on game days that you're just like this is heaven. This is why I love sports. This is why I love what I do. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I think it's probably, gosh, that first hit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there's also something that I love about getting to an arena early, right? It's dead. The only people who are, are entering, you're coming down the ramp, you're, you know, yeah. going security. And it's just, it's just an empty arena of employees yeah. getting set, stuff set up. Um, I mean, I've been walking into Honda Center for, you know, going on 10 years oh, now, yeah. and I still see the same faces. Like, oh. it's still the same security since I was a part. Yeah. It's still, you know, the same ushers. It's still the, the fans. It's like um, there's something about the walkthrough of the arena and just getting there um, that I love. And, you know, I don't, you probably know this too, but like, there's something about the smell of ice, right? There's a oh. hockey arena. It's like you walk in and like I'm home like yeah and well for me too it's like every arena you have your smell and like if you've been growing up in an arena like as soon as you walk in you're like I'm home like I am home and so like we have right next to each other 
is of course the peanut stand and then these cinnamon rolls. So I like walk in and you smell it and I'm like, this is, this is it. This is home for me. <laughs> so neat. It's something just, yeah, it's something yeah. familiar. And it's funny because I'm like, not everyone gets that, right? Unless you're in the world of hockey, you feel like yeah. you don't get it. <laughs> I, I always say to everybody, everybody has like their favorite smell and their favorite sound. And I'm like, my favorite sound is puck on stick. Yes. Cross ice. I'm like, it's my favorite. I don't know why, but it's just one of those that's my favorite. <laughs> yes. Or I'm like fresh ice, right? I'm like when no yes. one's hit the ice and you just hear that first skate or that blade. Yes. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Watching the I always say all the time the so satisfying videos you see on social platforms when you see a Zamboni come across the ice and just completely slick it and you're like this is satisfying to watch. It is. <laughs> I know after everything's yeah. all scored up. Of course yeah. we love that too, but. <laughs> and then you see them come out and the goaltenders go and just completely destroy their area. And you're like, all right, well that lasted for all five minutes. I know when we used, to, when I used to actually scoop the snow, I'd feel like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, when the, the first time I think I went out there, well, it's funny actually, when I was 11 and I was still figure skating, I performed uh, during intermission at one of the games, oh, love that. Uh, which was so cool. But you know, I was more into figure skating then. And so I go and get on the ice and I'm like, oh my gosh, cause you know, they don't, they didn't jam it before. And I'm like, how are we supposed to skate on this? <laughs> Um, and then fast forward like 10 years later when I became a power player, I'm like, oh, this is actually my job now <laughs> is to scoop it's up a, this mess. <laughs> it's a whole world come back around kind of moment for you. Totally, totally. Yeah. We've talked about it a little bit. 10 years in the world of sports. What has it been like for you as a female just kind of in this industry, in this very crazy industry that's been changing? You know, um, I feel like, I, yeah, I've definitely seen it change a lot, but, you know, I think more than anything, um, I, I, I think I've seen a growth of, of just women in yes. sports in general. Um, I think, um, like there's more, ho there's more female hockey fans, like than I've ever seen, like yes. over my time, especially with the Ducks organization, um, like the growth of just uh, female hockey even youth teams Absolutely. and we have like the lady ducks and um yes. they are awesome and yeah. they're so cool and we do so much with even you know our outside programs bringing them into honda center so yeah. i think from a young from when i started to now the young age of, of even girls in hockey is yeah. so cool to see and i think the growth of that um but you know i've kind of grown with females growing in sports yes. I feel like the last 10 years have been so impactful mm -hmm. um so I think just keeping us around keeping us in in the stands keeping us you know involved in the, all these different organizations yeah. um and sports teams like it, it's yeah the females are, are dominating <laughs> for sure and I I told this story uh, not long ago to somebody and I was lucky enough that my dad is a massive sports guy we grew up in Carolina Hurricanes Arena and we my sister and I were at the game seven when the Hurricanes won the Stanley Cup and um, we've been lucky enough to be through the playoff runs with the Hurricanes for the last few seasons and my dad commented this season he said it's amazing the growth of the game he said 0506 when they won you didn't see a lot of women in the arena. He said, now you look, he said, it's a completely diverse fan group that is there. And it is so cool just to be able to see 
an out of market team to have such a diverse crowd of people, which is so awesome because we rally, we, we love our canes, but it is, yeah. it's so cool to see the whole population just diversify with the game. Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. And it's, it's especially over the last few years. And I think even coming back after the pandemic and you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we're seeing so many more women, like every which way yeah. you know, from young ages to older ages, you know, yeah. it's, it's been really neat to see. For the younger generation that is getting ready to come up and wanting to be in the same seat that you are, do you have a piece of advice that, uh, that you give people or that you would give somebody wanting to get into the sports industry? You know, I think, honestly, I know this sounds cliche, but just don't give up, you know, because um, I think you're going to hear a thousand no's before you hear yeses, right? And I think at the end of the day, um, it's all about the connections, right? Not, you know, necessarily the people you know, but the, the connections and the impacts that you're making on, on these people who may be a boss to you one day or may have some sort of opportunity. Yeah. Um, I think what I always took advantage of was getting to know every single person in the organization, you know, every department. Um, and, and for me, really getting to know even all, all, everyone in our broadcast department, because eventually that's a direction that I would like, you know, to more go, you know? So, um, I think, you know, just, just don't give up And and at the end of the day, like there's always going to be those no's, but it doesn't mean that, that that's going to break your career. And, and mentorship, like, you know, when I first started, I didn't realize how important that is, but it really is good to have a good support system you know absolutely. more more than anything absolutely my one of my college professors um always in, like beat it into our heads when we when we talked about sending out pitches or asking for help she'd always look at us and she was like what's the worst they could say no and it's one of those things that's like completely and utterly stuck with me like don't be afraid to do it what's the worst they can say no that that's it they can say no or not respond and then you move on and you find somebody that will help you or will you know what I mean like will further you to connect with other people um but I, I so resonate with that no because it's just it what keeps you going quite honestly it, it is yeah and there's always something about it too it, it kind of ends up lighting a fire and I always you oh, know no. And I'm like, I have to take my own advice sometimes too, but you know, it's like, just use that as fuel because it's yes. like, you know, just because one person says no, doesn't mean you don't necessarily belong in the industry or this isn't your path, but you know, not only that too, but just, just being a good person and, and, and easy to work with because, you know, talent is talent, but, but yeah. being a good person behind the scenes and, and just showing that hard work ethic and that yeah. you are easy to work with, I feel like that always goes such a long way too. Yes, absolutely. It's kind of like how we talk about all the time or we see on the news. You never want to be the guy in the locker room that's like the poison that they talk about. You always want to be the dude that comes in or the girl that comes in and is the positive one or is the one that is willing to help you in any way possible. It's You just never want to be that person that you hear gets traded from team to team to team or in that sense. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. And in, in helping others, it's like being that mentor for, for other people too, because um, I feel like that actually helps you grow as, as well. Yes. Yes. And that, that builds leadership skills and all of it, which I think once again, 
gets taken granted for. Like, even if it's just that one person that you have underneath you, that's like an intern or something, it's still, it helps you as well on top of helping them. No, it's, it's so true. It's so true. Allie, my last question for you is just what inspires you? Oh my gosh. Um, I think, well, the growth of sports in general and in, in hockey in particular, I think the growth of that. Um, but honestly, my family, um, I think it's my supporters. Um, my mom's literally been like my number one cheerleader my entire life. So um, without her, I'm like, I would not be here today. But I think you push hard for your family, right? It's like they, they, they inspire me so much. Um, and I just recently got married in February. So my husband too, he's been a huge supporter of me. But um, ultimately, I, I think I, I just love what I do. I love I love being around sports. I like making a difference and I want to be a role model too for, for younger generations to come into this. I love that. I love that. Now the real question is, does the family humble you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> I was about to say with two brothers, I would hope they humble you from time yeah. to time. I have a younger sister and she, without a doubt, she humbles quickly. Yeah, no, definitely. They, I mean, I think everyone keeps each other in check a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> group, the group chat is never, is never calm. There is always somebody that's like, calm down. You yeah. just, you need yeah, to. I know, right? And I'm like, we have Italian in us too, so we can get all, you know. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that's but, a good group chat. It, it definitely is. Um, it is good. But, you know, I think it's nice because we're all, you know, we're all so close. My dad actually lives in Colorado now, but, you know, we're all in a group text every day and he was just out here yesterday. But yeah, it's, my, it's, I think staying close to your family, that's what helps, you know, keep you, keep you grounded more than anything. And without them, it's like, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. Allie, I thank you so much for coming on and speaking with me. If you guys do not follow this incredible woman, all of her socials will be linked down below. Um, I'm excited. I'm already, we're counting down the days for hockey is coming back. I'm like, come on, I'm ready for it. <laughs> it's like every team is posting the jersey of whatever number correlates with the countdown. So I'm like, I'm here for it. We've seen a lot of the countdown already. Uh, so I'm excited and uh, new season's right around the corner. So I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Danielle. Yes, absolutely. And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye y'all.